0: Hey guys, welcome back to Gals Behind the Lens podcast. I'm Kelsey with an I. And I'm Kelsey with an EY uh today we are on episode four
1: uh we took a little bit of time off (laughs) i think not intentionally yeah i think we missed like two weeks i don't know i mean we're really trying here it's just like we're already heading into busy season kelsey's already done like 80 weddings so far (laughs) this year i've had a few so it's just already been crazy um But tonight is a really cool episode. I'm super excited to talk about it. And I think a lot of other people are excited for us to talk about this stuff, too. Um, Mm -hmm. Essentially, things we wish we knew in the beginning of our photography journey. Um, If I could go and tell my younger self these things, I totally would. Um, so we're just going to kind of go back and forth. I'll mention one and Kelsey will mention one. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then at the end, we both actually posted on our stories asking for you guys to tell us some things too that, you know, you wish you knew in the beginning. So at the end of this uh, episode, I'll mention the things that our followers said. So, um, first of all, we're just going to get right into it. Um, first of all, I think the thing I wish I knew, you know, the most is that a website is important. I just made a mm-hmm. website literally like, I don't know, probably five months ago and I've been doing <laughs> this for three, over three years. And mm-hmm. I, I just don't know anything about graphic design, about web design, any of that stuff. And then I also was like, oh, I have an Instagram, like an Instagram or a Facebook. Like that's basically like my website. Like if people want to see my work, like just look at my Instagram, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, So I never saw the importance of having a website And then I actually have a friend who is a web designer, and I don't know what got into me one day. I was just like, you know, I don't have a website, and I feel like I just need to be more professional and have one. So I paid her to design a website for me. I thought I was going to be way more picky than I was, but honestly, she made it and showed it to me, and I was like, amazing, perfect, way better than anything I could have done, you know? I tr- I did try, so I use Pixie Set to send my galleries out, and they have an option on there, like a free... Uh, web design kind of thingy where you can make your own website through Pixie Set and it's free but it is basic as heck at least for me because I know nothing so I tried <laughs> to do it it looked awful it looked so embarrassing that I would and then you can see like when people go and visit your site and people were visiting my site like for real like every day people were going to it and I was like this is so embarrassing like people are actually seeing this it's awful Um, and so I was like okay it's time for me to just pay someone to actually make a legit website, so that's what I did. Um I get every single morning I come to my computer and I go through my inquiries that come through my site through my contact Mm -hmm. form and literally I think every day I probably get at least like four inquiries a day through that and um, I also get notifications on my phone Kelsey and I both use Wix to host Mm -hmm. our sites Uh, and Wix will like give you a little notification and it sounds like someone's like ringing your doorbell whenever someone comes (laughs) on your site and um, I mean all day I'm sure you do too like all day I I get notified mm-hmm. that people are on my site
0: and um, it actually tells you like where they're located too. Like it'll say Cookville, Tennessee. I've had like people from Germany visit my site and I'm like, Whoa, this is so cool. And yeah. so you can kind of see like where your clients are kind of based out of that are looking at your site the most.
1: Exactly. And if anyone has filled out a contact form through your site, um, it remembers them. So every mm-hmm. time they you revisit your site, it tells you that. I mean, that's kind of not creepy, but like, it, you'll <laughs> see, you know, that this girl is looking at your stuff often. So, you know, if you haven't replied to her inquiry, you probably should because it seems like she's very interested in your work, you know? Right. Um, <clears throat> So, yeah, I think that a website is important. If you don't have one, get one. Make something, even if you do it yourself. Uh, But the money that I spent to get someone to make it for me was, like, well, well worth it.
0: I completely agree with that. And the funny thing is, is like a lot of photographers have their own opinions on that. Because when I first started, there were multiple photographers telling me, you do not need a website. Instagram is like a website for you. You know, people will message you and DM and inquire through Instagram and Facebook and things like that. And that is true because that still does happen. But my website has been able to reach multiple people in farther locations than my website. Instagram can Mm -hmm. and although the Instagram is a great tool having that website again like Kelsey mentioned makes it like you are more professional and you can have you know all of your galleries on there for people to look at I have brides who are inquiring sometimes asking for full full galleries and I'm like oh you can actually just go to my website um, and then the contact form is super important too because you get to know who they are why they're interested in booking you what they're interested in booking instead of just getting a dm that says hey when are you available for a shoot and so you don't have to ask oh well where are you located what kind of shoot are you interested in when are you thinking all of those things are on your contact form so it cuts down that conversation to be more professional and to the point yep Totally. So... But- um, yeah, so I just thought that was a really good point, Kelsey. So yeah. my next, um, mine over here, Kelsey with an eye, is that gear isn't everything. And actually, Kelsey and I, I think, disagree on this just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I first started, I started with a Canon Rebel T6, I believe. And my little lens was a kit lens. And I worked with that for literally probably seven to eight months until I started realizing that, like, oh, you need to actually, like, upgrade your gear. And so the reason that I say mm-hmm. gear isn't everything, is because if you like not, you know, bad, if you do start with a great camera and great setup, that's awesome. But those of us who have started kind of with the lesser of gear, for example, me starting with a T6 and then now having the Mark III, I feel like I was able to learn about cameras and the different functions that they kind of provide for you as a photographer with moving up. Whereas if I was just able to start today and I went and bought a Canon 5D Mark IV and a 35 Series 2 lens, yeah, I'm like set and ready to go, but I don't know anything about the camera. Um, and so I feel like being able to have that gear and start out in the business when you're younger And just kind of work through all of those different kinds of cameras and different kinds of gear is really helpful because you educate yourself almost in a way. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And then my she was mentioning that to me and I totally see what you mean. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think back to my time and like I almost wish I would have like skipped. All of them. I started with the Rebel T3i. Literally, they don't make those anymore. I don't think. Uh, and I had, well, first I used the kit lens. Everybody starts out mm-hmm. with the kit lens. Then I buy the Nifty 50. And mm-hmm. I thought the 50 was awesome. Yeah. And like, I Yeah. And so I mean, yeah, like I took baby steps for sure when it came to gear, when it came to laptops, when it came to everything, honestly, when it came to SD cards, like I started with a 16 gig, I didn't even really understand. Like, now I shoot with a 128, you know, like, you take baby steps. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know, part of me wishes I could just like skip straight to a full frame camera instead of a crop sensor camera because I mean like the T3i is a crop sensor camera plus you put on that 50 millimeter and it is like tight as heck so Mm -hmm. I don't know I just like wish that I just someone handed me a like a Mark 5D, what is it? 5D Mark 4. <laughs> I literally can never remember how to do that. But I wish someone would have just handed that to me. And then, I mean, they're expensive, so there's no way that would have happened. But um, mm-hmm. that with the 35 millimeter lens on it, like, I don't know. I just feel like I could have skipped all the really cringy work that I have. Like, I don't even think it's on my feed anymore. Like I probably Mm -hmm. archived it at this point. Um, But that's just my opinion, honestly. Mm -hmm. But I mean... I, I, we all have to start from somewhere, especially when yeah. it gear because, well, and too, I mean, it's so expensive. Like you just start with something that is affordable and then once mm-hmm. you're able to shoot and make money, then you can start saving up your money and buy upgrading to more expensive gear. So yeah. you kind of don't really have a choice unless like you just have a really rich family and they just want to buy you a bunch of stuff and give it to you for Christmas. That was yeah. not for me. So yeah.
0: Okay. Next for you.
1: Okay. So next for me is to go to content days. Kelsey and I Mm -hmm. posted today that we're planning (laughs) another content day. Um, I just recently started going to them um, and they are so much freaking fun. And like, honestly, if you look at my Instagram feed, majority of it is like styled sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I don't love my paid work. It's just that with styled shoots and content days, you just get to get so much more creative with it um, and like way more like props and just things like that. Um, and so that's what makes my heart happy. I feel like, so mm-hmm. I post a lot of that on my feed. Um, <clears throat> it's also just like, so fun. I went to a content day the other day, um, at the St. L in Nashville. And like, it was just so fun. Cause like I walked in and saw all my like photographer friends in there, you know, like haven't seen them in a while. Um, so it's just cool to like connect with people cause we're all so busy. So it's nice to like see people at, uh, content days like that, you know, and just like catch up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely would have started going to content days earlier, especially if you're just starting and you don't I know some girls or people that start out and they're like I have like no idea how to find models or you know like I asked my friends and they don't want to model for me. Um so like I wish, you know, like someone would have told me in the beginning to just go to these, you know. I mean yes. they're not too expensive either for what, like, for mm-hmm. all the content that you get. Um so yeah, I would definitely would have gone to those earlier.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that as well, especially like hosting them. I kind of see all the work that's put into it. And not only are you getting content, but you kind of get to make relationships with other photographers and vendors and, you know, just all the things that we've mentioned previously about content days. Um, But just going to them is literally so good for your business and your education because you'll grow so much. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure.
1: And you'll learn how to like shoot in different like light Mm I don't know. Cause like at the St. L, like some of it was inside, um, some of it was outside. Some of the lights were, had more of a yellow, you know, like color to them. Like, I don't know. It just is so good to like get experience with that.
0: Yeah. And another thing too, is like, you'll learn how other photographers, like you'll learn prompts. They give couples as well, Mm -hmm. or like single, Whoever they're, you know, whoever y'all are shooting, if it's a single person or two people, you'll Mm -hmm. kind of learn like what kind of prompts and poses they'll give to their couples and to their models so that you can kind of take that with you. So you're not only going for education and growth in necessarily like learning to use your camera or editing and things like that, but you're also kind of learning from other people around you.
1: Yeah, and it's nice, too, because there's no pressure. I mean, you're paying Mm -hmm. there, so there's no pressure. You can try, like, crazy poses if you want, you know, like, Mm -hmm. poses that you get too nervous to ask, like, your paying clients to do or, like, stuff like that because, I mean, the models are there to do whatever, I mean, within reason that you ask them to do. So it's just, it's nice to just go and shoot and, like, relax and just Mm -hmm. have fun without the pressure of, you know, being paid to shoot it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So my next one I have some things I wish I would have known is I wish I would have been told about like hashtags and putting locations for places. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I first started, I would literally just like post a picture with a caption that was like, look how cute or something like that. <laughs> and so, so I mean, I honestly still do that. <laughs> but no words you just don't there's words are hard and so basically like hashtagging things like tennessee hashtag tennessee photographer hashtag east tennessee photographer or hashtag couples Um, photos or elopement photographer or something like that, just a bunch of hashtags, whether that's in the caption or in your comments, that literally puts your business out there for people to see and people to find you. And Kelsey and I were talking earlier. She had mentioned a client had told her they literally found her through a hashtag. Isn't that right?
1: Yes. They said that they asked or I asked them how they found me. And she said through the hashtag Murphy's Bro Photographer. And I was like, dang, I don't even really... I have some hashtags saved in my notes and like, whenever I feel like it, I'll put them, you know, like in a caption on a photo. Mm -hmm. I mean, for the most part, I forget. So that just reminded me that I need to start putting those back in my captions.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so like I actually had two clients this week who I had asked them, you know, because I sometimes I just am interested if I've never met the clients before, like how did you find me? Was it you yeah. know, was it word of mouth? I just wanna know. Right. And so sometimes they'll say, Oh, I just looked up Cookville photographer or Tennessee photographer which my name, actually, this is something, just a little tip. So my name on my Instagram, like my at name is Kelsey.Walters.Photography. But my actual name that's in black that's on my page is Tennessee Photographer. And yeah. so if someone looks up Tennessee Photographer, my name is going to be one of those first probably 10 people that pop up.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: wherever you are, like if you're in Cookville, Nashville, or Murfreesboro, or Knoxville, or whatever, you can put that on your page. And that will help people find you more accurately. Yeah. Um the other part of that that I had was locations and so sometimes you know you might be somebody that wants to travel so for example if you shoot somewhere like if you shoot in Nashville and it looks crazy awesome and it doesn't really look necessarily look like Nashville it looks like New York maybe you can tag New York City you know I mean those locations are going to get you kind of out there once again people start seeing your work your work, and be like whoa I saw that you went to New York um, when you're coming back would you like to you know bo- yeah. can I book you for a session or whatever and so just kind of tagging like places that maybe look like other places is really helpful for your page.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, we went to a place in Georgia that's called Providence Canyon. Um, Mm -hmm. and we, all tagged. I i didn't even know this was a thing literally until like Clubhouse became a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I got in a Clubhouse room and like learned about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went to Providence Canyon, and I mean, like, on one of them, we had like four couples that modeled for us when we were there. So, like, on one of them, I tagged like the Grand Canyon, and then on one of them, I think I tagged like Oregon or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, people who know us, like, know we weren't in Oregon or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I mean, then, yeah, your picture shows up under that location and then someone might stumble upon your work and really like it. Mm -hmm. So they'll ask you, you know, like, what's your travel fees or whatever um, to come back to this location, you know, stuff like that. So it's definitely it definitely works in your favor.
0: Yeah, for sure. And even if it's only like one person, honestly, as long as like someone even inquires with me, For example, from when we went to Providence Canyon and tagged, you know, the Grand Canyon or Arizona, as long as I get literally one inquiry from over there, like that to me is worth it. Because then that gives the opportunity to open a door to have a conversation with that person who actually might end up liking you and not only just your work, but like they continue to use you and then they tag you and share with their friends and so on and so forth. Word of mouth for this business is literally insane.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, So, okay, was that everything you had to say about hashtags and things?
0: Yes, I am good.
1: (laughs) Cool. I was going to talk about my next point, which is basically, it sounds so dumb when I say it out loud, but to get a group of photographer friends um, Mm -hmm. in the beginning, I like when I first started, I just thought that like everyone in the photography community was like on their own. Like, I just thought that mm-hmm. everyone was super competitive with each other. Um, and that, like, people weren't really friends with you with, if they were also a photographer. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was just, like, my thought process going into it. I was like, well, why would someone want to be my friend that's also a photographer? Like, wouldn't they feel competitive with me? Like, I just don't – I don't really see that, like, being a, a good friendship, you know? Right. Um, and so I – started to hang out with Kelsey, like maybe like a year ago or something. Mm-hmm. Know, it feels way freaking longer. Than I, know. Honestly, I, know. Honestly, dude, I feel like I've known you since I was in my mom's womb. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, I So I started hanging out with Kelsey, and then Kelsey has cool friends, Shay and Kiki, <laughs> which Kiki was our guest on our last episode. Uh, so then I met them, and then we got on Clubhouse, so we met Lex, and then we met Katie Daisy, and, like, we made this little group, and we have a, a group text, and we talk in it pretty much every day. Um, But it has really, like... It sounds crazy to say it changed my life, but like it kind of <laughs> did. Like having friends that just like understand you, like the mm-hmm. amount of times that I've been so stressed out from like how much I overbooked myself, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you could vent, like, about that stuff to a boyfriend, but, like, they're not really going to understand, or you you have an issue with a client because of something, and, like, you don't know how to really, like, react to it. Um, A boyfriend's not really going to get her. Like, your mom isn't really going to understand, because they're Mm -hmm. not in the industry, and Mm -hmm. so if you have friends, like, there's been so many times that I've called Kelsey, like, crying or... (laughs) we really happy. And like, I'm excited to tell her about, you know, like a cool opportunity, like, Oh my gosh, someone just inquired for a wedding in Colorado, like stuff like that. Or Kelsey's me mm-hmm. like super excited about something. So it's like nice to have someone, you know, that just surround yourself with people who are in the same industry. Um, mm-hmm. As us photographers, we get each other. Um, and so it also is nice too, because you can bounce like creative ideas off each other. Like sometimes we'll just randomly in, Five minutes, throw together like a fun styled shoot, and like I'll go to Cookeville with because a lot of them live in Cookeville, so we'll like go there and like do a styled shoot together, or they'll come to Nashville, like it's just so nice to have people who get you um, and get what you do because I mean photography literally takes over. It is my life. So I just think Mm -hmm. that in the beginning, if I would have surrounded myself and been more open to being friends with people in the photography industry that I wouldn't have felt so alone in the beginning. You know, I had questions and I didn't know how to do anything. I really like, I literally taught myself through YouTube videos, you know, where like now we all just like, bounce ideas off each other or we ask each other questions and we're like so eager to help because we're friends you know we care about the other per- the other people and so it's just like I don't know I don't know how you could survive in this industry without photography friends truly
0: honestly I don't really know either because I feel the same way um, I would say like a year ago, I definitely obviously had like friends, but not really anybody who was a photographer or at least not someone that I talked to constantly who was a photographer. And so with this group, it's like almost probably every day we are talking about something. It doesn't have to even do sometimes with photography, but it's just good to know that you have those people there to lean on if you have a problem or something exciting. And just as you said, boyfriends don't understand. I'll be like Blake. Oh my gosh, I got an inquiry for Colorado and he's like, Oh, cool. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, cool. This is like insane. What are you talking about? And so if I tell you guys that y'all are like, Oh my gosh, wow, that's so crazy. Mm -hmm. And so it's awesome to like have people to celebrate, but also to like, kind of go through the lows with too, because they understand.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So I think you're next. You got anything else?
0: Okay, I do have something else. And it's honestly something I continue to struggle with. But kind of just like understanding that, you know, it's okay to say no sometimes and to put your mental health first. Obviously, when you first start this, that if you're a beginning photographer, you're like, what is she even talking about? Like, I can't wait to book all the things. Mm -hmm. But as you start to go through the business, and you start to grow as a photographer, you'll kind of see that like, yeah, you might book a ton and that's great for you and that's great for your business. But sometimes it's not great for like your mental health and you can end up burning yourself out. Um, some days I'm kind of like, how have I not burnt out? Like, you know, I've had X amount of sessions this week. How have I, How am I not like just on the floor, you know? And so sometimes you just have to kind of put your mental health first and put yourself first and say, you know, you know what, no, I'm booked. I'm so sorry, I'm not available. I can't take that. Um, and stop trying to like squeeze people in. I know that I do that a lot. I know Kelsey does that a lot. And so if you're like a beginner in this business, just kind of be sure that you're able to be there for each client
1: 110%. Yeah. And I was talking with her about it earlier because like before podcasts, we try to like go over everything. Um mm-hmm. And like, you know, just kind of get a gist of what we're going to talk about. But um, we were talking about it and I was like, yes, like, I totally agree. Um, and I'm like, but like what at what point do you start saying no? Like, when do you know it's time to say no? And we both were like, it's basically like whenever someone inquires with you and if you have to look at your planner, eight times and just and look and and think like, gosh, okay, maybe if I like moved this or I moved this session, or if I tried to squeeze them in here, like if you're thinking that hard about trying to get someone in your book, mm-hmm. your book, sister, like, yep. just you're going to have to let it go. And, and you're going to have to just like, that's another reason why like, I love having our little friend group because like we can, we can be like, Hey, like I got an inquiry on this date, but I'm not available if any of you want to take it. So, you know, then you feel good. You're like, well, I couldn't take it, but at least I was able to give it to a friend, you know, for them to shoot it. So that's when it's time to say no. But I was also like, I don't know, because last year, Kelsey and I both took on way too freaking much. Like, Mm -hmm. we really both started going hard in the paint. And I feel like (laughs) we both got super burnt out there towards the end of the year. Um, But then it's like I was telling her, I was like, you know, if we did say no a ton last year, like, would we be in the position that we're in now? I don't really know. Because I'm such a, like, everything happens for a reason person. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know, like part of me regrets it for sure, because I had a lot of mental breakdowns last year, (laughs) overbooking and overworking myself. But then the other part of me is like, I don't like really have regrets because it's kind of helped us get to where we are now. And it's helped us learn, you know, how valuable our time is and how we don't need to overwork ourselves in year two. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like indifferent on that one. Yeah,
0: it's kind of hard. It's like I literally still do this. I'm like, okay, (laughs) someone inquired. I really want to work with them. I don't want to say no. How can I fit them in? Where can I put them? Like, oh, I could do it here because, you know, I know where I'm going to be shooting at right there is shaded and we don't have to do them at Golden Hour. My other session can be then. And so that's how my thought process is when people inquire. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Honestly, for me, if you inquire like the month of I'm probably not going to be able to get you in. Honestly, at this point, I mean, it has to be at least four to five months ahead of time for me to even think about being able to put you somewhere that I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. in my schedule. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm coming so, this
1: too.
0: But, but yeah, you you know, do what you want to do. If, if you want to, you know, overwork yourself and overbook yourself, then have at it. Because Kelsey and I have both been in that boat, and people told us to quit, and we didn't. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we would tell each other too,
1: like, don't don't take on anymore. And, <laughs> and we still would do it anyways and still try to squeeze people in. Cause you don't want to let people down. You don't want to lose clients. Exactly. Uh, I mean like at the end of the day, like your mental health is just way more important. Like you can't even enjoy life. If you're just like over here crying every day because of how much, you, you know, how you overbooked mm-hmm. yourself, but like, you can't even enjoy life because of it. Yeah. yeah. you have Like a, a lot of money. But you won't even have time to spend it because you're going to be <laughs> shooting, you know. And so and yeah. too, like my relationship definitely suffered last year because um, I was just working constantly. So it's hard to like have a relationship and have friends and, you know, spend time with family because you're just working so mm-hmm. much. And you just don't want to end up in a boat where like your life is work and that's it you got to yeah. find a good balance, which I feel like finding a, a good balance could be a whole episode on its own. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that the you can say no thing is huge. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I think a lot of seasoned photographers would agree. You know, you just kind of mm-hmm. learn over time. Like, you can get a little more picky about what you take on, you know, mm-hmm. the more years that you've been in it. So, yeah. Yeah. That one's a doozy. That just, like, gave me nostalgia and, like, took me back
0: to last year. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard. It's such a hard one. But I I feel like it needed to be mentioned because maybe there is somebody listening to this who's, like, you know, kind of just starting, but they're just, like, overwhelmed with sessions and they just don't know what to do. So maybe this will help you guys, like, some way, somehow.
1: Yeah. I always think back to August of last year. (laughs) I did 36 sessions, and there's not even 36 days in a month, like – what even? That was like insane for me. I think that was the most I've ever done in a month. I
0: never count. I don't want to know.
1: I would do like four sessions in a day. And now I literally only do gold, one golden hour session and that's it every day.
0: I still do multiple. I did four yesterday, but I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. You're doing much better than me. Yeah. Anyways, Okay. That could probably be a, its own episode also. It could. Um. <laughs> anyway, so what else do we have? I'm, that's all the things I have on my list. Uh, let me make sure. I think yeah, that's all I had on mine too. Okay. Um,
1: and so, but then I have the list of the responses mm-hmm. from our followers, um, and there were a lot of like repeat ones. But these are just like these are the ones that the most people said. Um, so you can say no was one. And then also s- someone said how expensive SD and CF cards are. Well, that's very accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like you have to spend money in this industry, like a lot of money. Uh, that's something I wish yeah. I would have known in the beginning, like just prepare yourself that you're going to put in and you're going to invest a lot of money into this business. I mean, it's just inevitable, honestly.
0: Yeah. And if you don't invest, I mean, you'll kind of notice over time that you're just kind of you're just not up to par sometimes. And like I mentioned earlier with the whole gear thing, like at some point you'll have to upgrade. It doesn't have to be like right this second or you don't have to have the next best thing, Mm -hmm. but just kind of like saving towards that and like having maybe a business account or like a savings for your business Mm -hmm. so that you can kind of put that money back towards the things you're wanting to buy.
1: Yeah. And that kind of goes into uh, something someone else said that a full frame really is a game changer and is worth investment. And I, I totally agree. A full frame just allows for like more just in general is allowed in the photo, more movement, more scenery, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just. So much better. I think crop sensor cameras are fine if you do a lot of portraits or you do Mm -hmm. a lot of seniors. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, with couples and weddings, like things are just constantly moving. And I don't know. Full frame is so necessary, I feel like. Yes, I completely agree. Um, Someone said, don't be so hard on yourself. I think we both still struggle. (laughs) with.
0: Yes, I think it's something I'll always struggle with. Um. Even if even not in photography, I'm just I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist. I would say you are definitely a perfectionist. Yeah, I would, I'm not a perfectionist. I just worry about pleasing people and making sure that people are like happy with the result. Mm-hmm. And so if I think something's off, mm-hmm. then it's basically downhill from there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like she will freak out about a session and just think it's the worst. And then she'll send it and they'll reply and like give her extra money because they loved it so much, you know, and she's worried about the coloring. Like it just just is. I mean, I don't know. It's just part of it. Having a people pleasing job. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. going to be hard on yourself. But I mean, she this girl is right. Like, don't be. It's going to be okay. If you were booked and busy, then you were doing something right, girly. Um, and then someone said it's the in-between shots that turn out to be the best. I think that's so true, especially if you're a prompt photographer mm-hmm. where you prompts and things. I swear every time I'll, like, do a prompt and they'll do it, it's, like, right after they do the prompt and they, like, laugh about it or something. Like, those yes. things you really want to catch. Like, not even them doing the actual prompt, you know. It's, like, whenever mm-hmm. they're genuinely laughing about what you just made them do. Yes. Um, I love that. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. And then someone said everyone learns at their own pace, which is so freaking true. Golly. I mean, experience equals knowledge for sure.
0: Definitely. And if you're just starting out and it's like kind of frustrating, I mean, just take a step back. I mean, like Kelsey said, YouTube, that's what I did. Peter McKinnon, that's the person I watched all the time. Jana Williams on YouTube, literally yep. all the time. Learn the triangle, learn everything from YouTube, and then go get some mentoring sessions from someone that you admire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, don't, like, walk into the industry
1: feeling like you need to know what this girl does, and she's been mm-hmm. – It's there's a quote. It's, like, don't compare your Chapter 4 to someone else's Chapter 50, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, just is the same. You can apply that to photography too. Mm -hmm. Um, and then someone said, you won't please everyone and not everyone is your ideal client.
0: Oh, I love that, that that not everyone is your ideal client because that goes along with the nose. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want every single person that inquires. Sometimes y'all are not the best match personality wise. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't understand that like your style may be like your style. You don't change it for them. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I've had brides before who've inquired and asked me if I can give them the raw images or like let somebody else edit. And I'm like, unfortunately, no. And like that is actually a good point that this person has made on your story because you don't want someone to ask you those questions. Like if they are wanting something else then that is a point right there to show you like, okay, we may not be the best match and that's okay.
1: Yeah, you want someone that is also important why you have a contact form on your website and you can ask them questions like on mine. I'm like, you know, what made me stand out from other people? And um, just even the way that some clients will fill out that contact form, I can tell like so much effort went into it. And it's like you really want a client that values you as a photographer. And, like, I've had people say, you know, I can tell the happiness in your couples, like, from your photos. And I'm just so in love with the way you edit. Like, those are the people that you want to keep around, you know, as clients. Like, people mm-hmm. who more value and just, like, love every part of you, you know. I'm like, that sounds so deep. But, honestly, like, that's those are the people I want that, that are going to keep coming back and stuff. And that you genuinely like to be around. Yes. Um, but yeah, you won't please everyone. That's a good point too. (laughs) I had to really tell myself and I still to this day had to check myself and you know, if you tried your very best and you did your best on your editing, you you know, you did your best all around, uh, with their, with their session. I mean, you can't please every single human. You're just not, you're going to have some people that are obsessed with your work. You're going to have some people that don't really love the way that they ended up looking in your photos. I mean, you know, you can't please everybody. So Mm -hmm. just remember that whenever you're Feeling sad, yeah. Um, and then let's see, someone said to not overbook yourself and make time to have a social life, which is true. We touched on that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was also one, uh, they mentioned that higher pricing brings in more clients and I don't, I feel like that is a whole thing could oh <laughs> go into, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like Kelsey and I are both like, I don't, we're working on like getting our pricing. Like we raise it every time we feel like we need to. And when we gain more experience and when we invest more into our, um, when we invest more into our business is whenever we decide, okay, I think it's time to raise you know I think like raising your pricing a little bit over time that's kind of how I do it, you know mm-hmm. um, as I feel more confident in my work, or also if you notice that you're getting more and more booked up, if you're just turning tons of people away, I think it's probably time to start raising you know your prices yes yeah,
0: exactly hmm so um yeah, I think that that was it. Yeah, yeah, that I feel like those are really good points and things that really needed to be mentioned, because I think a lot of people think those things. Um, I mean, those are points that I agree with, but like didn't think of off the top of my head.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like was like a million other. We could probably do a part two to this podcast, honestly. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, if anyone who's listening is like going through, you know, any feelings of doubt or if you have questions or anything like Kelsey and I are always like our DMs Mm -hmm. are always open and we like love to help people. We both offer mentor sessions if you ever need help with Mm -hmm. something um and so yeah if you ever just need to talk we are here we got you because we have probably gone through it at this point
0: (laughs) at this point yes I'm
1: not saying that either of us are perfect at all I'm I never want to come across as like I know everything you know about photography you know and I feel like sometimes I feel like that if I start talking about it uh but Mm -hmm. I don't ever want Come across that way I definitely have my flaws too so yeah,
0: yeah same and honestly I mean nobody even like the best of the best knows everything about photography honestly there is something that you can always learn from somebody else and there's something that you can learn every day I probably learned something new at least every other day about photography or about like the business side of it or about my camera or about something to do with being a photographer And so I think it's important that you know that when you come into this, you don't know everything. When you maybe do it for 10 years, you probably still don't know everything. And Mm -hmm. so that's what we just want to make sure that y'all know listening is that we don't think we know everything. We're just given all the knowledge that we have to this point and anything else that we learn from here on.
1: Yeah, exactly. As long as you're just improving every day, um, then that's all that really matters. So. Yeah, I think that that is about it for today's... For today's episode, we try to keep it under like 45-ish minutes. <laughs>
0: we're only at 36, so I'm proud of us. Me too. Like, I was like watching it up there. And like sometimes I don't know what you're going to say. I'm like, how long is she <laughs> going to talk about this for? So I'm oh, like, uh, maybe we're getting towards the end. I'm not really sure. But yeah, yeah, I think we did a great job hitting all the points we needed to. And hopefully this was informative for anybody that's listening. And like she said, message us anytime. Um, you know, sometimes we may not see it, but we'll definitely get back to you at some point. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. But OK, that's a wrap and we'll see you guys later.